Hi and welcome to Interactions of Thrivalism. I'm Toby Brown and in this episode I'm talking to Tom Vorter of Var Media. First started to get to know Tom really over lockdown as I was massively impressed with the way he used it as an opportunity to reset his business in a way that really benefited the well-being of the people that work there. Since then he's continued to think creatively about how and where they work, buying a mobile office in the form of a camper van or camper van as they obviously call it so people can work wherever they like and more recently creating a semi-outdoor office in the middle of a beautiful wood which is something i'm surprised hasn't caught on more widely because it's incredible here's our chat i hope you enjoy it i'm here with tom vorton of Vaughan, a social marketing agency tom i think the best starting point for this is if you could just describe to me where we are and what you can see from it yeah so we're in our what we call woodland office so what you can see here is essentially a giant uh, clear structure possibly also called a marquee with people working in it and an outdoor sort of covered area and various umbrellas for people to work outside and then the rest of it is about 30,000 trees. 30,000 trees yeah just a couple of trees yeah yeah just a couple. and it's obviously quite an unusual place for a, a marketing agency to use as a base yeah so I mean I can probably see from the, the expressions on the people's faces who work in here but tell me what led to you having a woodland office and what you feel it's done for you as a business. I think what sped it up was COVID. I think we were probably going that way anyway, just because we've always had a view that work needs to be fun, but as good for you as it can be. I mean, some days don't get planned, <laughs> but you know, for the most part. And I think it came from a place of trying to think of what is the office? What does it mean? Which is why it's always interesting reading what you guys are up to, because it is that trying to be more intentional about the office. And I think our point was that we realised the office were the people, not the building. So how can we make a space that's better for the people and better for business. So not just for fun for the sake of it, but commercially made sense. So it sort of came from that space. Although we started off just by me doing a classic bold claim when we'd had a meeting in the woods and it went We're well. We're going to work outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, literally. I was like, and we did a Christmas do. It looked like a cheap version of the Game of Thrones set one Christmas in the woods with like a giant tarpaulin. And everyone's like, this is brilliant. And I was like, great we should make it an office. And I was like, great. And I was like, ah. Oh. You'll forget that by yeah, January. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh no, I haven't costed that. <laughs> and that's, but that's how it started. And then you had COVID and walk-in meetings and outside meetings, but it evolved. But the key thing was we took the team with us. They're involved in the process. Yeah, we sort of ended up here, which is essentially phase three, which is a sort of semi, you know, it's temporary space, but working in the woods with, thanks to Elon Musk and his Starlink broadband. And so it's off-grid, you know, solar power, compost toilets. So you talked about, and we'll talk about the detail of what's here in a, in a set, but you talked about bringing your people on that journey yeah. with you. What did that journey look like and how did you get them involved and what was their input? Just got conversation going. I mean, it came out of people enjoying this slightly weird Christmas strategy day we did, you know, in the winter when you could get together, but only outside. So that only worked because we spoke to people about doing it, were they up for it, what would make it comfortable, what would make it doable. And that's sort of just got an energy going and people were just throwing ideas in. I think because we were open to doing something a bit, weird we you know the staff could tell that it wasn't an empty offer we'd been in the woods before so again they knew it was possible um so it was just bringing people with us and we just update them with our plans and they'd feed into them and they say can we try this can we try that so it's just a journey and testing and failing quite frankly we did some things that didn't work did you get a few people who are like that sounds like the worst idea ever yeah 
I mean, they didn't say it because clearly some of us were quite keen, <laughs> but they definitely w- were pointing out challenges. And that uh, from anything really little from this sounds really weird, but when you come in in the morning, everyone's got a box with like a screen and a, all their setup and keyboards and stuff in. And you can set up wherever you want. But for some people, that's quite stressful. If they like structure and they like to know where they're going to sit. Yeah. So even that, can cause stress not even including the compost toilets so when we had feedback it was like okay those people need to know where they're going to sit yeah. and that's fine so some of the areas preset and then we sit and other people know they just love to grab their stuff and sit wherever they feel depending on what's going on and what, what's your setup with how people work at the moment if, if you've got people working from home and from an office and from here or is everyone here or so we normally do one day a week at home which is a bit flexy and then sort of four days working together as a team now that could be two days in the woods or, and two days at the sort of bricks and mortar office or it could be three days in the bricks and mortar one day here but obviously like today some of the team are out in client meetings they're not all here and if there's the weather's not great and people don't want to we don't make people do it it is a choice it's just the idea i think if you make it an engaging place it's interesting but also good coffee good wi-fi comfortable you know so it isn't we're not trying to be ray mears you know, we're not though. We are. It's got to work. By the compost toilet. Yeah, yeah. by the compost toilet. Yeah, there's a few things like that. But but it, the point was, it was meant to be a professional space, not a joke. Do you know what I mean? So there is a point where we've evolved it, and the tables we've used have changed, and things like that. Making it into professional space, you bring clients here as well. Yeah. And if you do, what are their thoughts? Yeah, well, they love it just because it's quirky. And actually, there is something weird about fresh air and space, which you know more about than me. But you know, there's certainly something to do with productivity and creativity. Um, so yeah, the clients love. Do you, do you feel you have different conversations out here? Yeah, because often we're walking. Yeah. I don't know any client meetings you've done where you've actually been chatting about a plan, but done it walking through the woods. I mean, just ideas. They're more open to things and it's more of a, it feels like you're building a relationship rather than just having a meeting. And um, in terms of the, the challenges you faced sort of structurally or maybe in terms of getting this built and making it happen, what were some of the, the stumbling blocks of the learnings along that journey? Timelines, because again, did the classic, we'll yeah. be in by June. <laughs> <laughs> so that was an issue. And then it was just, it's just a bit of extra work, really, because you put it up like the Wi-Fi wouldn't, you know, doesn't always work first time, just trial and error, really. But again, because we did it in small groups to begin with, and we brought everyone with us, as in, on the journey everyone fed back if there was an issue and but would come with solutions rather than just problems so we did you know getting the thing built finding the people because again it was during or between one of the covid sort of times so yeah. it's quite hard to get hold of any sort of outdoor structure because they'd all gone to the pubs you know so just little things like that so right. you stole this but, from pubs. yes yeah, I nice. it. so there's a pub in bath without, <laughs> no, <I didn't. laughs> and were there any surprises on our journey because it sounds like you pretty much had an idea, mapped yeah. out a bit, moved quite quickly on it. Yeah. Was there anything in terms of like feedback or challenges yeah. or anything that made you rethink? Well, weird things like that table, you know, people getting a bit anxious when they come in. Yeah. We just hadn't thought of, you know, people thinking, oh, you know, actually I might have thought it's fun, but it's not to everyone. We always wanted it to be a place where we, I suppose the minimum aim was, can we do at least the amount of work we do in the office, in the woods. That was like the minimum aim. Like we, you can have the odd team fun day, but you can't make every week a yeah. fun day. <laughs> And actually, the surprising thing is we've actually been more productive in the woods. And actually, we we estimate it is more than paid for itself. And to, like that would be a really interesting point mm. for a lot of people, I think, to mm. hone in on productivity. Yes. How are you measuring that? Yeah, yeah. So there's two things. One is we, we work on a billable hours model. So we schedule work in. So then we also look at scheduled work versus delivered work. So, you know, if we hit what percentage of work have we 
done the weed schedule and it's higher in the woods and also we found we reckon in the last 12 months anyway we've saved about thirty thousand on recruitment fees because people have come to us and said that looks cool have you got any jobs going yeah you know and you know how much time and effort it takes to recruit and people like, are you any good at seo and they're like I'm yeah a forestry ranger yeah yeah. Like, oh, well, like, yeah. Right. yeah you're like no but i just love working outside <laughs> but no but that, yeah and we have had some of those quite frankly but it that's you know it is expensive and time consuming to recruit people and that yeah. was an unintended benefit yeah i think what we've realized is the office space we always look at it as a cost, but you need to look at it as an investment. I think it would be the simple summary of what yeah, we've that's learned. A, that's a drum we bang a lot, mm. I think. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, well, you would. But it is true. Yeah. That's the thing, because it has, you know, whether it be productivity, morale, recruitment, it's all helped. That's not to say it was a straight line and it wasn't, there wasn't a few bumps on route as you discover stuff. And there will be people that think that's ridiculous. I'd never want to work That's there. not for me. But yeah. that's fine. I mean, that, you know, some people don't want that. Well, it's self-filtering, aren't yeah. you, for the sort well, yeah. of people. And, and yeah. almost like that, that's easy. We're quite clear of who we are and what we do. That's fine. And it's quite, there's a market out there if it's not for people. We're not trying to be everyone, everything to everyone. And to go back to the productivity mm. bit, your productivity is higher. Yes. Yeah. What are the, like, there must be some quite nuanced yeah. stuff driving that. What do you think is contributing so, to that? We've actually trying to, well, we actually sort of had a bit of a chat with one of the universities about trying to measure it a bit more accurately right. because there is certainly, that's just our evidence from us recording hours, yeah. you know, so you probably want to be a bit more scientific. So I think it's something to do with, the, probably something to do with just being outside in oxygen. You get that after lunch lag, don't you, yeah. where you drop yeah, yeah. in energy, you work a bit slower. And what we found is I think just having walking meetings, having a short walk to the toilet, just having all the fresh air in the daylight, you're just more alert. I think you've just got more energy. I think it's probably as simple as that. Yeah. Light. Uh, you know. Like the very basic stuff that everyone talks yeah. about, but yeah, just yeah. done exponentially here. Yeah. It's all, all yeah, we you, did yeah. find in the winter when we stopped coming in December, because it was just too wet this year. I don't even remember how wet it was. By the end of the week, people were saying, I've missed my day of daylight. I feel really? a bit... Yeah. I just feel a bit... Mm, well, go, going there. back to the daylight point, during COVID, you did quite a lot of deep thought about how to keep people happy and well yes. and engaged and you say so you had longer lunch hours yeah. and things like that yeah can you just cast your mind back a bit and talk us through some of the things you did during covid to yeah start tackling well i think issues. it's just that awareness of well that was crazy if you look back at it it was a bit of a mad time yeah, but yeah, it yeah. was like people were working you get up in the morning it was dark if you didn't go outside you'd start work and then by the time you finished work it was dark again so we encourage people either you know, to basically have a longer lunch break if they could, depending on kids and that sort of thing. And we were trying to be flexible around that if we couldn't, if they couldn't. And have a, like a two-hour lunch break when there was daylight and go out. Because you weren't allowed to go outside for a walk. So go out for a walk and just... Because it's not, it's not rocket science that light is key. Yeah. You must have been to meetings and conferences and events and you're sat in a room in a basement and it's just well, like... Some like XL centre yeah. with strip-lit lights yeah, yeah. all day and you end up feeling like a zombie by yeah, three yeah. o'clock, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we ran a training event a couple of months ago and one of the quite funny quotes at the end as feedback was like, the talks were quite good, but the day was brilliant. But I think if you'd run the same event in a building in the middle of a city, it wouldn't have been anywhere near as good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it, the only difference was the yeah, location. Yeah, yeah. I think but that, it's probably yeah. true because there's probably loads of subtle stuff that adds into building that event yeah. as an outdoor space. And it's people's energy and yeah, people's yeah. willingness to collaborate and chat yeah. and be a bit different from how they are when they're in a bricks and mortar yeah. building and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And actually, weirdly, I don't know if this has an impact as well, but in the office, we do think every six months, everyone moves around where they sit. And that was slightly inspired by Innocent Smoothies years ago, which I worked with, where they don't sit in, or they didn't used to sit in departments. So marketing would sit next to finance that would sit next to products. So they'd all talk and it was, 
but we sort of went a bit further just because we're not that big and it was more helpful to sometimes be in teams, sometimes not. And I think in the woods, that might be a fact why it helps because people are generally just, we don't all sit in the same place every time because you sort of can't. Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes yeah. you're outside, sometimes you're inside, depending on what, how sunny it is. We do the same interaction where yeah. you're not allowed to sit in the same seat twice. Brilliant. So you end up talking to different people yeah. every day and overhearing different yeah. stuff every day. All those tiny things add yeah. up to a really different environment. Don't yeah. They? Really well, I'd be interested in how you deliver that because there's a lot of companies that do hot desking but actually when you speak to them everyone sits in the same desk yeah, and if yeah, a newbie yeah. comes in and sits in their desk it's like why is that <clears> my desk and it's like I was told it was a hot desk it's like not really no we're luckily of the size where we can deliver that by literally walking around the floor and going you were sat there yeah, yesterday right, okay. you have to move and we go alright yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, someone has to police it because we are creatures of habit yeah well, the, the other thing is that is onboarding, making your mm. onboarding good, isn't it? So mm. we're quite clear about that up front and yeah, people right tend to front. get it really early yeah, yeah, yeah. and then just go along with, with what those sort of parameters yeah. are. And the leaders need to do it. Yeah. 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 And um, be active in that. Yeah. So what, in terms of your, it's right, I think you said you're on stage three, mm -hmm. phase three of mm -hmm. this. What does phase four and maybe five look like? What, how does this live well, in the future? Yeah. Good question. One is having a, so in the winter, some of the, not everyone, and that's fine, still want to work here. So we're trying to look at something that's a bit more insulated, but also for breakout pods. So we're sat outside doing this. If the weather's not great, it's still nice to sit or have a breakout space because it's just one open sort of room at the moment. So have some sort of, you know, more waterproof insulated structures. So that's sort of like a phase four for over the winter. We're also slightly weirdly looking at a, um, this is a bit of a tangent, but an office in Willacoon where oh, people right. can work by the beach in small groups nice. and then sort of do it. So sort of like, what is the office? How can we work together? But why stop at the woods? You know, what's so the office what, you the can people? Go beach, up a mountain. Yeah, we haven't done the mountain what else? yet. Moon? Moon, yeah. Well, as long as Elon Musk is there <laughs> <laughs> and there's some sun for solar, you're pretty... Well, no, you do, as you, we've got the camper van, which is our sort of mobile office, so you can drive. We're just, it's just trying to encourage people to do it. I'm sort of irritated myself because I mentioned COVID about three times during this podcast and it just feels like ancient history. Yeah, yeah. But where many companies struggled with that and retreated mm. and sort of changed behaviours, you took loads of opportunity from it yeah. and took the chance to rebuild the structure of your business in a way that works way better for people. Yeah, I think it sped up. I think we would have done it anyway, actually. I think it just sped it up. So I think we're like, oh, this is your opportunity to review it. I'd be interested to know what would have happened if we hadn't. Yeah. But we, we were fortunate as a business because we'd already looked at our sort of environmental impact and invested in the woods as part of our yeah negating that so we already had the space so there is a thing where you know i think if someone asked me once oh do you think everyone should have a woodland office i was like no no you've got to find out what your thing is yeah and what is your version of fun and well-being and that isn't you must see different office designs all over the place that work for that company like if you're a, if you work in a lab clearly working outside isn't or if you're in a shop you can't just go clearly yeah, yeah, customers yeah. aren't there but even some like some creative businesses will want stuff with loads of inspiration and loads of color and yeah. loads of libraries and stuff to get but and you might struggle to get that in the woodlands but yeah. we will get here is some free thinking space yeah. and some yeah and it may, yeah that's why maybe it works for us because we only do it one or two days a week but then weirdly the week seems to go quicker and it does depend on your personality, but some people, if you work in different places, the week can go feel quicker because you're not just like same old, same old, a bit like sitting in different places. Yeah. I think that helps. Often people say, oh, the week seems longer when and we're all in the one There's probably place. a bigger picture there about time passing and mm. getting to watch the seasons change yeah. and the trees change yeah, yeah. and the summer start. Well, it's a different office every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like looking at the sea out of your window all yeah. the time and that changes constantly. Yeah. 
obviously it does help to have a woodlands to be able to mm. put woodland office in yeah but a woodland is also a massive responsibility yeah. over a, a long long time period isn't it yeah how's that affected how you think about stuff and how you plan you know, really i really like it because we're in the search marketing space and often when you've done something it's almost out of date <laughs> straight away <laughs> you've done yeah. It. thanks whereas, google <laughs> yeah yeah whereas a short-term woodland plan is like 10 years so what what sort of term are you planning over for the woodlands at the at the moment well so some of the plans are like 60 years away, right. so we'll be long gone. I mean, they say you never own a woods, you just manage it for a bit. So what we're looking at is how we can use the space or share it. So there's obviously organisations we support, like the Children's Hospice Southwest. They, they're going to come down with some of their families. So I think the next step is how can we... And we've run some events here and have people yeah. in. So how can we share the space? Because it, it is a bit different but we don't need to be the only ones that use it. Yeah, well, it's big enough, isn't it? Well, yeah, it is, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Just us and the badges. But then it becomes, there's a balance between not getting distracted by it, because you've still got to do what your thing is, you know. Yeah, as at, a the, at the core of that. Mm. And what I, I'm guessing um, people's wellness levels and mm. feedback has generally been good. Yes. What specific things have people said to you about working here? Well, so some people just said they felt more energised and more active because you do go, and we have more walking meetings. It's quite flat, so it's quite accessible. So people can just walk around the woods and chat. And I think even that small amount of movement, you know, has a difference. I think it's just that they've just felt more energised. And if you because I'll, I'll do walking meetings occasionally mm. and I'll start mm. off with a really focused idea of what we're going to mm. discuss. <laughs> and then quite quickly, yeah. just talk about a car I've just seen. Yeah, 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 that yeah. might be just that me. That might be. Do you have to put a bit more <laughs> of thought into your, your process around things like that? So we use Google Business for all our docs. So you can walk around with your phone. There's Wi-Fi in the woods. So you can walk yeah. around and still access your folders. There's benches in the woods. So if you stop and sit down and you've got a laptop, you can make notes on your phone or whatever. So yeah, there is a point where you have to be focused. And probably I'm a little bit like you, which is why if I did a walking meeting, I'd probably do it with someone who's from operations. <laughs> so <laughs> actually, I wouldn't do it with you. But there is, but if you've got measurable outputs or targets for the day you know and actually sometimes those weird meetings aren't a bad thing yeah well no your, your mind's ideas. got the space yeah, to go yeah, to those yeah, places yeah. isn't yeah. it in order to yeah. put things yeah. together yeah but there was a balance obviously yeah <laughs> so you've got plans for the future mm -hmm. for it obviously mm -hmm. it feels like a massive success mm -hmm. is there anything you wish you'd done differently along the way i wish we'd put a more level floor in yeah right Fair. because we will do that it's a bit bumpy but massive concrete floor yeah. some breeze block walls yeah, no, yeah. tin roof yeah just no i do that i probably just wish we'd done it sooner yeah because actually we did have the woods we just didn't even think about it so yeah probably just that obviously not every business has got mm. woods to move into mm. are there things you think other businesses could take from your generalized approach and dial down a bit and use themselves well the, the one would be look at the office as an investment like generally whatever you spend on it that can pay for itself don't just look at it as like i think we've just been very lazy like the office space is not well, I mean, it has for you, but for most people, it probably hasn't changed generally. Like agency offices have a pool table in, so they're a bit cooler than the accountant's office, but essentially they haven't changed for 10, 15 years, if not 20, if I think to the first offices I worked in. That's just lazy leadership. I'm part of that, but I just mean, I think we just need to think the office is an investment, not a cost. What can we do? And the second part of that is bring the staff with you and chat. They don't necessarily want to woods, but it's just chat about it and get people to think about it and look around, read around, make ideas. You know, I mean, you must do that as part of when you do any gathering of information for a, a yeah, design. Yeah, we, show, we often imagine. end up in very different places from where we yeah. think we're going to end up yeah, because yeah. the input from the staff is very different to what we assume it's going to be. Yeah, and yeah. then you end up with these. I think it's like you say, the office 
can be reimagined in any yeah. way we want. And now's yeah. the time to do that, isn't it? And I think there is people open to it now because of everything and work from home. And I think we're aware also that it's a recruitment tool, as in people have been lazy with their office. So now when people have got other options to work at home, yeah. which I don't necessarily think it's a good thing to do all the time for a lot of people. Like a lot of our grads, they come in every day yeah, because they don't actually want to work from home anyway. But I think it's helped us you know, realise the value of the office. I think something we, we think about a lot is that people just won't put up with crap offices mm. anymore. If they've got to go in two or three days a week, yeah. it better be an incredible office because yeah, yeah. you, you can't get people to come into yeah. strip lit, bad carpet, uninspiring environment. No. And what I really like is people just won't stand for that yeah. now. They're like, well, we've they seen won't. better. We've yeah. seen a better version of the future. We're yeah, going for yeah, that. Yeah. Well, yeah, and there is a lifetime value thing because I'm not saying it's cheap, but, but there's a, a proportion of what you spend on salaries yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Well, exactly. Minimal. And like I say, but genuinely, I'll pretend it was a big strategy, but by fluke, <laughs> it has saved recruitment fees, so it has paid for itself. Yeah. Now, that wasn't our initial plan, but it has. So, you know, that's why I think our point of realising the office is the people and look at whatever you do as an investment. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think that is an incredible place to wrap up. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Let's go right. looking for badges. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, mate. Cheers, mate. Take care. What uplifting 30 minutes of vibes that was too. If you enjoyed it, give us a decent rating on your podcast platform of choice. In the meantime, stay tuned. We'll be back soon with the next series of Thrivalism. Mm-hmm.